You are listening to a podcast from UIB Right. Hello and welcome. We are here on, in the studio on behalf of the Writing Support Podcast to talk about the topic, the art of teaching technical writing, how to tailor a technical report to a wide audience. My name is Alina and next to me is... Alan, hello. And with us here today we have... Uh, Maritis Rudolf von Rohr. And Ruth Wiedekeer. Nice and what do you, you do? Well, uh, I'm actually a journalist and a historian, and I've been working at a school of engineering uh, of northwestern Switzerland for the past five years. And I've been teaching future engineers in uh, technical writing and all sorts of communication skills, including presentation skills, uh, for example, or um, more general uh, subjects like history or politics, but that doesn't matter for this talk today. And I'm also a freelance uh, journalist and historian, so I write mm -hmm. a lot myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a PhD in English linguistics, and that's where I uh, published some of my research findings. That's where my academic writing experience uh, stems from. Now I'm also a, a lecturer at the University of Applied Sciences and Arts in Northwestern Switzerland. And as Ruth, I work as a communication coach and also give a lecture on English language. Uh, so you work with engineering students who we understand write texts tailored to an audience that is both scientific and non-scientific. Uh, could you tell us about the expectations placed on the writing that your students must master? Uh, who is the audience and what are the genres? Okay, so maybe we should explain first. So our engineering students, they're um, students in energy science and environmental engineering. And they are required to complete six projects. And the result really of the research are technical reports. So that's really where the, the heavy load of writing comes in. Um, expectations, maybe Ruth can actually formulate or summarize them nicely. So what do we expect of them in their writing? Well, their writing, of course, has to be very structured and the language has to be succinct, but that are really big words. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the audiences or let's say more the readers of these reports uh, Marie-Therese just mentioned are this us, for example but are also like project coaches, they're scientific lecturers. Um, there can be uh, all different kinds of audiences, but most importantly, uh, from, from the second semester onwards, we've got external clients, which means yeah. these clients read the reports and a client can be, for example, an engineer. Mm -hmm. But this is not very often the case. Usually they're policy makers or farmers. Yeah, exactly. Or entrepreneurs. So yeah. it's actually a very broad audience that they have as such. And they don't always know who will really read their audiences. So as Ruth, uh, who will be their audiences? Because as Ruth said, with um, local policymakers, what they do, they bring in, they might bring in their reports into um, commu well, municipal sessions or meetings. And then Ruth had one case where they 
put out the report and then what will happen to maybe <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. um uh, the example i presented or we were talking about this morning uh, was an example where the um, the person the client herself i mean the students knew her and they knew she was going to read the report she then sent it on to a journalist and the yeah. journalist used it for an article mm -hmm. and he really used the text i mean in one of the texts they write and maybe the most important one in each technical report is a management summary on the first pages uh, it's like an abstract but it's just tailored to this kind of audience to decision makers mm -hmm. uh, and um, they read it and the journalist really read it and just quoted one-to-one -one out of it. So these sentences need to be understandable uh, by a wide audience and maybe end up in a newspaper article. Yeah, and importantly, it might be the case that, or it was most likely the case that they didn't read the whole or the entire report, but the management summary. And that's one of our emphasis that it's understandable that they under that the students comprehend that they have to be precise in there. and. Obviously, just the, the keywords succinctness is maybe too too broad for them, and you have to really go through their actual texts and teach them. So Ruth has developed strategies for that as well, right? So yeah, yeah, and it's I mean, if I talk about succinctness, then it's okay. Yeah, we understood that well. But then they write sentences for their wide audience. They really picture them, and they think, well, let's choose generalize the content mm -hmm. of it yeah. uh, but that's maybe not the solution you need to use numbers you need to <laughs> uh, use percentages you need to express your experience or your finding in a scientific word which mm -hmm. you then explain again in a different way or really the numbers are important that's maybe one of the mm -hmm. main messages not just general, uh, it's a big number or they're great losses. You need to say how big is the loss yeah. Yeah. to yeah. impress the people, even though they're lay readers, maybe. Or if you say they save a lot of money, you need to say how much. Or... Yeah. Yes. Mm. Because, as you mentioned, students in your school do these six sequential projects. Mm. And could you tell us about the role of writing this of the writing in this project and the needs for teaching writing for these projects uh, and what role are giving to the audience in these projects? Okay, um, so in the projects as energy science and environmental engineers what they do right they get a, a task commissioned by a client mm -hmm. and usually what they find out is not a product or a program but it is the written report mm. so we really can't uh, overstate the importance of the report and what they receive is at the beginning of, of their studies they have maybe uh, well contact lessons and extensive coaching on on uh, report writing or what else do we do at the beginning or posters posters i mean we, we've been we've just been talking about the technical reports now mm -hmm. but yeah. our job is actually a lot broader i just yeah. try to fit that in shortly mm -hmm because um, they do posters mm -hmm. and it's not just a format which is not able to say as much as a, as a report can mm -hmm. say, but it's very important to have a main mass message 
if you design a poster mm -hmm. and that's really hard mm -hmm. or you have to write emails all the time how do you do that yeah. or you in, you have meetings yes. uh, you, you write an agenda mm -hmm. you uh, then write the minutes mm -hmm. it's extremely important all these different kinds of writings during the process of the of a project mm -hmm. to then finish a report but yes. you were talking about um, no but that's an important point you mentioned right that actually our writing um input is really not just the reports even though that's a very an essential part but they re receive extensive coaching on really how to set up an agenda so it's effective what what do they have to put in the minutes that it's understandable that someone can uh, actually read the minutes and be back in in the whole project team even though they maybe couldn't attend mm. and yeah we were talking about succinct language weren't yeah. we before but and just to be clear on on, on our on our role in this specific uh, project teaching so there is a project management management uh, lecture in the first mm -hmm. semester for example mm -hmm. and there's us and we've got about 30 percent of the grading power <laughs> and, and, and the project management uh, lecturer has got 70%. And in the second semester, we've got about a quarter and then the scientific coaches come in, the um, scientific lecturers come in and they've got like three quarters. And so it lessens mm -hmm. um, until the fourth semester, until the end of year two. And the mm -hmm. last year, we're just here as a, um, as a resource, if you want, right, for students yeah. to yeah. help them improve their writing. And that's completely volun voluntary. They don't have to mm. come to us if they don't want, but we are there. So it's yeah. actually, yeah, it makes sense to come yeah. to us if they want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But. Um, so based on the challenges you have addressed, do you have any advice you would like to highlight? Uh, or perhaps experiences that could be useful for others teaching engineering students writing uh, or more importantly for engineers who should teach writing for instance with regard to feedback grading or teaching methods well maybe an experience uh, uh, for me it is extremely important to work together with my engineering colleagues mm -hmm. as, yeah. as, as I mentioned mm -hmm. before it's a share mm -hmm. and it's not just about grading power emphasizing mm -hmm. power but it's it's a divide and we just I've learned a lot from my engineering colleagues in the way they think in the way they uh, ask a question in the way they uh, put an argument and each time we sit together with the students and my engineering colleagues um, we talk about reports and what is a good report mm -hmm. and um, I bring in my perspective when I talk and maybe for some of them at the beginning I was the person um, watching the students spelling mm -hmm. <laughs> but writing is much more than spelling yeah. and so yeah. we mm -hmm. uh, talk about writing and qualitative writing or quality of writing and, and a good <coughs> technical report and they realize how I look at structuring at coherence mm -hmm. and maybe they learn something from me as much as I've learned mm -hmm. from them Maybe one example is in we had a workshop with those scientific coaches and we talked about, well, the importance of management summaries and basically kind of preparing our own talk, giving a, the talk to the lecturers. And mm. one of the lecturers coming from a university background said, well, why do you need that? 
I've never had to write that. I only had to write abstract. So really a dialogue kind of mm -hmm. came about and we could, well, really renegotiate of, okay, why, why is that important? Well, he being from a university, he didn't have the same sort of clients that are... Yeah, he never worked with these kinds of clients, you know, clients, the, the, yeah. the local... Uh, policy makers we mentioned yeah. before and they need a management summary which consists of of course um, uh, situation method results mm. and so on but and also recommendations, a recommendation yeah. which mm. is extremely important it mm. might be part of a normal abstract but it's mm. not the usual case that Usually you isn't you don't you don't have these this kind of recommendations you have with mm. the our technical reports we um, train students for so this is really fruitful, I think, if you can enter into this dialogue. And I think you've had experience in that respect, right? Yeah, it's always two mm -hmm. perspectives as well. Mm -hmm. That's what I'd like to emphasize and uh, emphasize at this point. Yeah, that you kind of negotiate expecta expectations together, right, with the scientific um, lecturers. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Is there is there any uh, additional points you would like to make? I think what we find very fruitful and what we've realized that it's not the, the case for everyone and it's really privileged is that we get to work so closely with our students. We get to give them uh, a lot of formative feedback. So we get to see mm. their outlines. We get to see maybe yeah. it, they, mm. they may send in a draft of mm. the management summaries. And so once we get the final product, really, it's, it's been revised and edited heavily mm. and normally. And I think that's really something... Um, that we, the students profit from. Writing so. is always a process mm. and you need to have a, pe a person that looks at your writing and yeah. talks with you and to you about what you've written. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I experienced that myself with my own text. It's extremely important. I, mm -hmm. I don't know how the text reaches the addressee if I haven't heard it re at least one or two readers talking about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. and. Before you were asking about um, uh, engineering colleagues, for example, um, teaching writing, mm -hmm. what what would be an idea of of, of ours? Or um, I think I really think the point is writing is much more than just bringing the content into written form, and just um, watch out the spelling. <laughs> yeah. But it's also the the the, the, the rhetoric of it, how do you yeah. structure the thing, how, how do you meet expectations of the reader yes. yeah. and you need to think about who is going to read yeah. the text and what is this person going to expect and if you don't know you really have to express, mm -hmm. you have to uh, use mm -hmm. discourse markers and all of these things mm -hmm. um, are easily forgotten. Yes, and I wish, I think something that I only learned while writing my PhD or publishing then is, and which I wish that our students learned beforehand, is how important the whole reviewing process really is, that you don't write it once and you have your draft and you're basically set, maybe check the spelling, but that really it's a, a, as a process, as Ruth said, and you can rework and rehash it. And yeah. mm -hmm. I think also as a student myself, I think that's so important that you you learn that it's a process and mm -hmm. don't be afraid to to rewrite and have someone to look over it. It's 
it can be challenging, but uh, mm. it is a learning process. I mean, writing is always, it's not just the writing itself. No. I mean, it's its thinking and especially for engineers, mm -hmm. its it's putting your figures, your tables, yes. <laughs> your visualizations <laughs> yes. together with words. So in total, yes. it all should make sense in the end mm -hmm. as a as a written text which consists of writing and, and visualization and tables, mm. all the things I just mentioned before. And this is extremely, it's hard work and yeah. you really have to focus on what you want to say on your, on your not just your messages in, in the sense of yeah, um, so. <laughs> marketing, yeah. marketing yeah. messages or so, but you really need to know what you say. And I mean, that's always a process. Mm. You never know exactly what you want to bring across. Yes. Um, and they should yeah. become aware of the power of the rhetorical power, right? Because sometimes they have maybe tables and graphs and but they, so they put it in and they don't describe it, but also yeah. on the posters. And so if they kind of lose out, if they don't write it up, if they mm -hmm. don't discuss it, if they don't argue their case, and that's something that also we're trying to emphasize. That's right? what we see very often in the presentations on yes. the posters. As you can see in this chart, yes. like, and I don't know what I can see. As a you can't see. <laughs> and especially because we're really, we really now coming back to the audiences yes, again, exactly. we're white audience. We're part of this wide audience, and I don't yes. see exactly what they done, they found what they found out. Yes. Maybe their scientific coach or lecturer does know because he knows exactly what they've mm. done. Mm. But yeah. already an mm. expert um, who comes in maybe for the, um, the defense of their thesis at the end of the bachelor degree, he doesn't know exactly mm -hmm. what they did. So mm. they need to be able to explain and to really guide people through mm -hmm. uh, either their texts or their presentations. It's always the same mm -hmm. thing. You mm -hmm. need to say what you've done. <laughs> this meta uh, thing is really important. Actually, coming back to our examples, we realized when we presented the management summary, right? So Ruth presented the management summary and said, well, now they made it a lot more precise using numbers and liters. And then coaches were actually looking at each other and said, well, that's not really correct what they said, <laughs> but we didn't know, right? So they argued, yeah. their, at least they argued their case well, even yeah. if, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes there are uh, mistakes. I mean, it's student projects in second or third yes. semesters. Yeah. But that's how you progress and learn, I yeah. guess. Sure, yeah. but having, uh, my, the, my point being really rhetorically, it worked, mm. but maybe in terms of the subject content, it Apparently, it yeah. didn't, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a big discussion after that. Oh, very big. <laughs> yeah. You have been listening to a podcast from UIB Right.